Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is January 22nd. Woo! Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Just in case y'all didn't hear the uh the opening intro. I don't know what's going on. Hold on, my connection looks like it's messing up right now. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, hold on. We're getting there. Okay, this is what it is. Uh, where you can find the cruise podcast is on Apple. Oh shit, what the fuck? Let me redo this. Yo. Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is January 22nd, uh, 2024, Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Yo, so where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. podcast. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates to the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nicetown. Finest. I don't know what's happening right now. My Wi-Fi is going in and out. Sorry, we've been um having some weird weather going on today. I mean, weird weather all week, <laughs> last and this week. So if the podcast sounds a little weird, I'm gonna make sure like we gotta figure it out. I don't know. But this episode, as you guys can see, is called Run the Hood, but not the hood that you're thinking. All right, y'all need to calm. Just stay calm. I'm gonna feed y'all. You know what I'm saying? I got a little, got a little, got a little, you know, we don't feed the baby birds, man. I got y'all, man. Or, and, um, but, um, first, I have to say, can I just say, all right, so can I just say, Andrew Fung from, uh, the kimchi on, uh, Kim's Convenience and also, um, the, he's the lead in, uh, Run the Birds. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I used to remember uh, Andrew. Damn, his his name is Andrew and Run the Burbs. Duh, uh, Andrew Fong and and uh, Andrew Fam actually in uh, Run the Burbs. Let me tell y'all something, man. That show is fucking hilarious. First of all, secondly, Andrew Fong is has to be one of the coolest, like named comedians right now that I've have ran across so far. For real, for real, like anytime you shout, every any, every time I've shout out something that he's in, he has definitely responded. Like he's he's responded very nicely. Like this, just on X alone, I put it on. Uh, I put you know my my whole little thing on on X, and he um and he commented it. And you know what I mean? He's like, man, thank you. You know, I appreciate you watching the show, blah blah. blah. And then at the end of it, he's like, happy belated birthday to your dad. And I'm like, bro, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. And you took your time out of your day to to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I, to me, that that's cool. That's cool as shit. And I hope I can be that type of person for others, man. Just be that guy like, man, you said, what you got going on? Okay, cool. We got, I'm going to uh, talk to you about your, uh, I'm going to, you know, see like, all right, I'm going to look on your page. Oh, so you had something, some event going on. Boom, here you go. You know, I, I, let me tell you something nice about you, man. Because, like you said, something nice about me. That's how we're supposed to do things, man. We're supposed to be congratulatory and, and generous to other people, to other humans. That's just the way it's supposed to work. And um, that's it really genuinely made me happy to see that, man. Like, it, like he's such a cool person. I'm glad I support his work, man. And also, his work is is really good. Like, if you guys haven't watched War in the Burbs yet on, on Hulu, that was the best decision that they could have did with that show. I'm glad they didn't put it on Netflix because I, I, I refuse to watch Netflix. Is, I watched uh, I right now. I can't really connect to Netflix at this point, but it is what it is. But um, 
yeah, man, seeing him on Kim's Convenience, for sure, he was one of the funnier characters, of course. But seeing him on this show, I would like to say this. If you guys have ever watched Kim Convenience and seen his character, Kim Chi, on the show, to me, this show really exemplifies, like, if Kim Chi had a family, had a mixed-flavored family. Because <laughs> in the show, Andrew Pham is married to... And uh, an Indian woman, you know, what I'm saying of of. Oh, actually, have they really established what they are? Maybe. Uh, I don't think they, yeah, I don't think they established that. But what I'm saying is, is that this show really exemplifies representation. You know, what I'm saying he he does different um, representative, um, like you know, he has he is Vietnam, of course. Um, they of course his wife Indian culture. Then his next door neighbor or like his best friend is Jamaican. And so, like, you know, you see the different representation without this show just in their neighborhood that's in Canada. This, I, to me, this is fucking awesome. It's awesome to watch. It's awesome to hear. It's just, and then also it's actually really funny. And they talk about life lessons. And they, you know, they, they talk about a lot of things that are, they could be a serious subject. They had a whole show for Candy who passed away while um, during the first season, even brought in her daughter. You know what I'm saying to to be part of the um to be part of the show. To me, it was amazing. I, I like it's hilarious. It's two seasons. You know, right now I think season three comes out next month on Hulu. Definitely take make sure you guys check check that out. I, I like I said, I don't I know you guys. I don't I don't recommend anything. Um, like anything just willy nilly and things like that. But this show right here, man, he he. I would like to say this. He definitely has made it um, fun again to watch a family sitcom show. Like, we don't get it. We don't have too many of those anymore. I like it, like to have the, the TV dad. Like, he's the new style TV dad. And, and what's cool is, is that, like, him and his wife have, like, this, this, this perfect match between each other where they're nerd they're, they're they're kind of like the nerdy couple where they do funny dance they do pop lock dances and they're dancing you know what i mean but you can feel the love you know what i mean you know that like this is tv love right here this is you know a marriage that most people want to see they're, like they're having fun like some days they might lie to each other man some days they might do something stupid it, it is what it is it, like it, there is a conundrum in every episode and i just i love that they bring it and it's the and it's real. It feels like a real family drama. It feels like a real not drama. It feels like a real family comedy. Like it's a real family that's dealing with real things. Like his wife wants to be a um a social media uh per, like a social media cook, which is cool. That's awesome. You know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't want to try a lot of people don't chase their dreams. And then he um wants to actually better his community. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's yeah, who doesn't? I mean, like that. It's the cool. I'm sorry, man. I love this show. I love it now. I, I love it even more. Um. Also, like Andrew, Andrew was on um on the show called Laugh Out Loud. Last last one standing or something like that. Last one to laugh or some shit. It was hilarious. I love that show. I loved it because they had every like famous comedian from Canada. Some of them I didn't even know where they were from Canada. I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were from Canada. Uh, like I, I always forget Tom Green is Canadian. I always forget. I don't know why I always. I don't know why I always forget that. But Tom Green's uh, Canadian. But like, dude, when like, 
just to know the legendary status. And then you put Andrew Funk in there. And what was funny about him was one of the one of the bits that he did was he jumped out of the locker room with like a saxophone start playing it terribly, <laughs> trying to get people to laugh. And uh yeah, you couldn't laugh. I think what was it, three times? I think three strikes you were out with the laugh or two. Might have been two. Either or this like I'm like I said, man, run the birds. If you guys have not watched it yet and you're looking for like a family fun show, that's it. Uh and it's also a little uns it does have a little like it's not, I think they say fuck on there. It was like one episode where they say that. But overall, man, show is it's a fun show to watch, man. I just I I can't love it even more. Man. It's just just such a fun show. So um and, and also rest representation with LGBTQYA um people you know the the those uh you know the the representation there is on there also, which is you know they hit every corner of culture that you can touch in a TV show. Like I I I I enjoyed it. I, I'm like I'm sorry. I, I know I'm beat. I'm gonna beat on this drum a little bit, especially with Warrior coming out next month. It's gonna be great. But yeah, man, I, I just wanted to shout him out too, man, because he's a cool person. He's coming. Up, I'm getting him on the show. We we we're locking that down. I'm just putting it out there. Locking that down. I feel like yeah, yeah, man. I gotta get him on the show, man. Now he's part of the dream list. You're part of the dream list now, Andrew Funk. So I'm sorry, man. You part of it. You know what I mean? If you if if you don't want to be part of it, it's cool, but you're part of the list right now, my boy. But um, and also he's a big sneakerhead too. So I would love to get have that conversation with him. Me, I am not a sneakerhead, as you guys probably can see behind me. I got a lot of sneakers behind there, but I don't wear all of them. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next. All right. We're gonna stick with a little bit of now. No, we're not sticking with no theme. We're gonna talk about this Mortal Kombat Legends cage match. Why doesn't Warner Brothers? This is what this is where Warner Brothers kind of fucked themselves a little bit. Warner Brothers has hand head over heels better animation than more than um than Disney. And it's by a long shot. And they have used the same animation style since Batman the animated series. And it's flawless to me because we all grew up on it. Johnny Cage, like the, this Mortal Kombat Legends, Johnny Cage one, first of all, set in the 80s during Christmas time. Secondly, it's Johnny Cage, who is overly confident, is like a B-list, maybe even just C-list movie star at this point. And he doesn't know about his own powers yet and about his, what he's capable of. And watch this movie. It was an hour, you know, I mean, hour, hour, 20 minutes to, yeah, hour, 20 minutes. I'm like thinking minutes. I'm like, uh, I think it was, no, hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. And to me, the animation, once again, was flawless. Secondly, the storyline was also very, very well done. They didn't do too much. They didn't try to do too much. They didn't even try to, like, give us, like, Mortal Kombat cameo type stuff it was just really really for real only people that you would recognize on this was johnny cage of course um raiden and chinook that's the only three that you really recognize and it's kind of cool like to not have like luke kane just jump out of nowhere be like hey yeah we got luke kane i'm like what the fuck we got luke kane what does that mean like why do we have him here he's not 
like this is about Johnny Cage. Let's just keep it to Johnny Cage. And I think they did a very I think they did an amazing job to keep it that way. And to me, this is a perfect way to introduce these characters. Hold on, let me tell you how. You can introduce these characters for the next Mortal Kombat movie that, that's supposed to be coming out very that's supposed to be coming out within the next couple of years. The next Mortal Kombat movie, to me, what they should have did was that main character. They should have did a little more Combat Legends on him first. Two, this is what Marvel is doing with the Marvel Spotlight. It started off with Echo. Now we're going to have, I think, Agatha Harkness is, I think Agatha is a Spotlight um, show also. And then also we got uh, Wonder Man supposed to be coming out too as the Marvel Spotlight. Nobody knows who more Wonder Man is. Nobody knows who Agatha is. A lot of people, everybody knows who Johnny Cage is, but we don't really have, you know, we get the background. We get multiple backgrounds with Johnny Cage. This is just enough background of him, him figuring out his own powers, him trying to, you know, not knowing the world is bigger than what it actually is for him. It's just this movie definitely spotlights his, like, his backstory, his, like, him being bullied and learning karate for the first time. And it's really just a very violent, movie it's cartoons too so i love that warner brothers has definitely gone down the road of like this is adult animation and these people have like us have grown up on playing mortal Kombat, playing you know like i mean you know watching batman throw people off of buildings at one point in life you know batman i like, had a gun at one point you know and we got injustice too where you know, uh, uh, Superman punches a hole into Joker's chest after Joker killed Lois Lane and his child. Like, that's how messed up DC Comics really gets. And I'm glad they, I'm, I'm glad they showcased it because we're not kids. You know what I'm saying? These aren't, we aren't kids watching the show. We are grown adults that grew up on this. And with the brutality of Mortal Kombat, for sure, you did. It doesn't really affect us. The kid, the guys that grew up in the 80s and 90s that played these games. Like I remember when it was like a shock value, like, oh my gosh, they're doing fatalities and they're doing this and that. No, this is whatever is what it is. Whoopsies. Like that, that's that that's the fun of it. You know what I mean? That, that I mean it's violence that you can't actually do in real life. You know what I'm saying? So why not? <laughs> why not get let's not get weird with it? You know, you, you pray that people will go out there and start trying to do some more combat things. It's unfucking reasonable. So, um, not unreasonable, unattainable. I, that, that type of shit is unattainable. Like, you don't have enough power to do shit like that. You can't throw fireballs at someone. Like, you shoot a fireball at someone so you get a flamethrower. But that does not do that. But we don't do that. I feel like 90s kids, like us that were born from 80s to 90s, this shit that you just wouldn't do, you know, it's just like, why would we even try that? You know, so I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely loving what I'm watching. I'm definitely loving the Warner Brothers animation. I'm loving that they're doing a lot with Mortal Kombat because that is a huge video game property. And the best adaptations right now for it is in cartoon form. If y'all haven't watched like the, the, what is it? The, the um there was one for zero there's i think there's one for scorpion too scorpion revenge yep there was one for scorpion's revenge which was amazing by the way if you guys have not watched that i think it was one like 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 kind of partly 
about Liu Kang, but like not all the way. Like they're they have done an amazing job, and it's all on HBO Max. HBO Max also has Mortal Kombat Conquest. Now, Mortal Kombat Conquest, which was like a late 90s show, it used to come on. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna date myself a little bit. My fault. Sorry. So like it came on at the same time as Xena the Warrior Princess. Um it's a space show with a bunch of females on it. I just can't remember right now. There was a space show that came on right before Jack of All Trades came on. Now that's um what's his name from um from the Evil Dead? Fuck Bruce Campbell. I think it was Bruce Campbell that was part of the show. He was in Jack of All Trades. And then you had Hercules, of course. I think Mortal Kombat was like in that same type of realm that it was shot the same as Xena Warrior Princess and Hercules, but it was not. It, of course, it wasn't on. I think it was on TNT. I think that was on TNT at one point. It like it was. I don't think it was bad. It was like not brutal and things like that. It was really telling the story of uh, Kung Lao. So you guys get a chance. It's kind of cheesy. It, it, it's a little cheesy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Now Mortal Kombat Legacies. On Max, that there's like 15, like I think the, the longest episode was like 15 minutes. And like you had like Michael Jai White was um uh was um was Jax. Goodness fucking gracious, I'm really off. Okay, he was Jax. You know what I'm saying? It was like a couple other people. I, I just remember him because I, I just like it was it was like weird to see him. In these type of like they were supposed to do one for Street Fighter, also. It was like everybody's backstory or something like that. It was actually pretty sweet. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I I like I said, they are doing a great job of like shaping the world of Mortal Kombat. It just aren't fucking promoting this shit. It's not being promoted. Like you're not doing anything to like show people, like, hey man, our animation department is actually killing it right now. As per usual, you know, it, there's two things that DC has over Marvel right now is the comics and also they got them in their um in, in, in the cartoon department. Like, like I know people love the what if series and that's cute. It was awesome. I mean, it's a very cute thought process, but until Marvel starts pushing their objective into us like our generation people that grew up on this then you're still going to struggle to me because it feels like like dc said fuck it we're going to just take the handcuffs off of the pg-13 model and we're going to give you guys straight r you know what i'm saying like why why are we why are we hampering ourselves we're playing for our hands tied behind our backs it feels like they don't have the freedom. Like you don't have the freedom to show that type of brutality. You don't have that freedom to have them talk a certain way. You like, you know, when someone gets really pissed off, you're like, they're gonna curse. Especially if it's a very violent world. You know, these aren't monks we're dealing with. This is a movie star and a one of the people who are demons. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it's just you watch this. You watch Warner Brothers animation. It's just like they are ready. They are going loose. Even with Peacemaker, it was like with their live action, that was the smartest thing they could have did because Peacemaker is a very, 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 very violent individual. And you have to show the violence that he can portray. Also, with um, because these because Mar I think the I think sorry, 
I think Disney is starting to get to that point. I didn't think Echo was that violent. I think it got violent. I think it got a little, like, you know, it got a little gory, a little bit, but wasn't like how people were like, this is the bloodiest thing. I think the bloodiest one is probably probably going to be Daredevil or whenever Punisher comes out. Like, that should be the most ruthless ones because it's actually dude getting tired, beating the hell out of people, going door to door, beating the hell out of That's that's literally Daredevil. It's literally Frank Castle on a revenge mission for his family to shoot people, you know, as punishment. Like that's that's literally was Frank Castle's agenda. You know what I mean? That I'm gonna punish them. That, that was <laughs> like what? So like it, like just like what um what Peacemaker said, you know, like I don't have a rose gallery because they're all smoked. You know, that's just <laughs> you said what <laughs> you know that's that, I think that's where I think that's Disney's next step. I think that's what what people are kind of turned off on about Disney is that they try to be a little too family friendly, and like there's literally TV shows. You, there's really characters that have really violent implications, aka Wolverine, and also um um Deadpool. Like you cannot put PG thirteen on those movies. You can't. You can't do it. it like we, tr- they tried, they tried it with Wolverine. But what was Wolverine's best movie? Logan, because they took they took the reins off and said, you know what, we're gonna make him as berserk and bloody as possible. He's gonna keep, like he's gonna be doing what he does. It's just who Wolverine is. Like they try to hide away all nah, nah, bump that. We're not hiding anything. X twenty three, same same deal. She, she's a merc. That's what she does. She goes berserk. So. What I'm saying is, is that this is the next step for DC, but I mean, uh, for Disney, but for the next step for DC is to make better movies, better movies. Like It's just really where we're at right now. Like the last Suicide Squad that was made by uh, James Gunn. It's fantastic. I love that movie. I was, it was great, funny. It was great storyline and it was great, you know, action throughout the whole thing. So I think that they are really trying to turn this corner around to being, more successful <laughs> with James Gunn and uh, was it Peter Saffron at the helm? So I'm excited to see what they do with them, especially with like the DC, uh, all of DC animations have definitely killed it too. They did the Justice League Dark. Man, if you guys have not watched that yet, y'all, y'all, y'all losing it. The Apocalypse one with uh, and Constantine's one. Oh my gosh, yo, that's how you that's how you showcase your characters. And you know, maybe maybe make make them into adult animation. Echo, make her her own TV show for five five episodes. That's all she needed was five episodes. Now we're introduced to Echo, and now we have a new thought process on Kingpin. So yeah, man, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm really am excited to see what what comic book movies and comic book media is going to be doing next. I'm fucking whoo. All right. So I started this anime called undead unlucky unluck undead unluck one of the fucking two the, the anime's weird okay I, I, would, I would like to say this so bro is practically a zombie that's been alive for over 200 some odd years like he can't die his body is unkillable pretty much like he can he has like a he can get his head cut off and the head will go back on get his arm everything can be blown to bits and it will come back. It's the most interesting. And then 
he the first thing we see him first time we see him is with this girl who is apparently if you touch her skin you automatically become unlucky like just touch her skin it, like uh but it's like the more you the more area of her body that you touch the more unlucky you get it's the most interesting thing ever like like first like oh man, the first episode is very weird is dude's a little creepy, a little little rapey. I ain't gonna lie to you. He's a little, he's a little creepy, man. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna watch this because it just doesn't really appeal. Like the show doesn't really, it doesn't really do it for me, man. I, I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna keep trying. I'm like, huh? it's, it's a hype. The action is pretty good. Now they're trying to join this little society of people that that looks like a some some weird secret society type deal. I'm just sitting there watching, like. I don't know. It could be better. It could be not. I don't know. So we're definitely gonna try to stick with it for a little while, man. I promise we're gonna we're going to stick with it, see what happens. <laughs> but that's so far. I've only been through the first two episodes. That's probably what the problem is. It's only the first two episodes. I haven't let it build up yet. I will. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna give it a chance. It gets an episode chance. All right, we're gonna do that. All right, I just wanted to do a quick anime anime minute, and that that was it. <laughs> Literally. All right. Lastly. We're going to be talking about Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I know that this is supposed to be a kaiju show. I understand it. I know we're supposed to be talking about Godzilla. But I would like to say this. That the background info that we barely get most of the time for Godzilla. The background info that we barely get for King Kong. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never get, like, the people on the ground's full story. We've never gotten that before. That's never happened. Anybody that tells you that's happened, they're liars, okay? It's never happened. We never got background info of how humans reacted to Godzilla for the first time. We never got that, first of all. The cool thing about it is that they finally explained what Godzilla's purpose is. Like, most of the time, these movies are just like, he's a big monster, this is a big monster, they're fighting against each other, and there's only, you know, he has to win. Or, or it's always Godzilla on the top. We don't know why, though. This is the first time to me that it was actually explained properly what Godzilla's plan was. Like, they tried to make him into a kaiju that was a monster in in the, the the Godzilla 2000, which is BS. You don't do that. That's not what Godzilla's actual purpose ever was. Like when the they had the TV show, I mean, had the cartoons. Once again, they never explained why Godzilla was doing what he was doing. Why they were able to control Godzilla to come out and fight like Mothra or um or Megalozilla, whatever fucking the meg the metal one. You know what I mean? Like all that. We were never explained that just all of a sudden we got this monster that was created from nuclear waste, and now he's fighting against um all these other people. Like he's able to, to to reel in radiation. Why? We finally understand that like he's kind of like the police of the um uh, the under what the other realm or whatever it is that he comes from. He's actually kind of like the the dude. It's kind of like the 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 um the bouncer 
Like he gets these people out, he gets those monsters from coming onto this this realm, pretty much. That's his job, which is kind of cool. That's that's a pretty sweet like deal. Like you got this big ass monster that's pretty much unbeatable, and like we really only get to see him fight a couple times in this show, and it was great fight. You know, we get to see a kaiju fight. Oh my gosh, what? And then the final episode, I mean, the final moment of the show is amazing. The final moment sets up a movie. <laughs> That's pretty much what they're doing. And so when I say this, I'm like, Monarch, the King of Monsters, I mean, um, the, the Legacy of Monsters, I think this was a great job of like explaining Godzilla explaining the purpose of why humans were shouldn't actually be afraid of him why humans should actually be okay with godzilla should be like oh he's here for us because that's how the cartoons were they used to consummate him like ah yeah with godzilla let's get him and then you come out and start like murking everybody then go back into the water okay cool that's literally the cartoon show. If y'all haven't watched it, definitely go check it out. You know, they try to make him into this big monster kaiju, and that's not what he is. He was a fighter. He's the, he protected Earth, pretty much. He protected humanity. And that's what that's what's so cool about God. That's why I was always, always, always a big fan of Godzilla. I was a fan of, of King Kong, too, but Godzilla was was awesome. The, the, the problem is, is that Kong to me was a American um creation. And they wanted to make him into really a bad guy or whatever. If she's a she, I don't fucking know. Apparently Godzilla lays fucking eggs, so he's probably might be a she also. But Godzilla, I mean, King Kong was already seen as a monster from the 40s because he, he climbed the Empire State Building. They had him climb the Empire State Building and then shoot him off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was they already had established Kong is evil. Godzilla possibly is evil slash, like, he's still going to destroy a city, but at the same time he's protecting humanity. I, I To me, Monarch did an amazing job at separating why he's a good guy. It's separating why humans are the worst from pretty much. <laughs> Like, damn, man, this show is, they did a, they did an amazing job at, like, the backstories of the, of families, like the Randas and, um, and the and Lee Shaw. I like that they had, um, Kurt Russell and his son, Wyatt Russell, pretty much playing, like, the different eras and things like that. And also explaining how pretty much time works inside of the other realm, you know, saying, like, it's man, they did they yeah, they did their thing with this show. Uh, Apple TV doesn't really miss a lot. Like, I know a lot of people I loved Invasion. I wanted to watch the next season. I it, like the ending to the first season of Invasion, kind of like mm, but Apple TV overall, Mythic Quest, you know what I'm saying? Great comedy. Um, of course, the morning show, love that show. Um, Severance. You have so many shows on there. Uh, Blackbird, which was a limited series. To play, you know, I mean, Taron Edgerton and um, was it Paul Paul Hauser? 
Paul Hauser. I'm gonna fuck his last name up. But I know so knows Milton middle name is Hauser. Paul Hauser, whatever his last name is. Great show. Great show. I just I literally just listened to him on Michael Rosebaum episode. Um Michael Rosebaum um podcast. Damn. But um yeah, I like I said, man, if you guys haven't go check it. Like we literally just watched the finale. I literally just watched the finale last night. It's worth it. It's worth your time. It's worth the watch. It's worth it, all of it. The the sun might piss you off a little bit of Randa's, but that's about it. That, that might be the only thing that's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm, piss you. I'm, I, I'm warning y'all now. That's the only thing that kind of like irritated the fuck out of me. He, he was very irritating to me. I can understand you're pissed off about, you know, certain family situations, but like, damn, dude, like, you, you Come, come on, bro. Let's get, let's get with the program. We need to try to find Godzilla. Let's get, come on, come on. So, uh, and also, you know, like, and also, lastly, I'm sorry, lastly, they showed the implication of Godzilla hitting a steer or anything like that. Like, they never really show like ground level the implications, the 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 PTSD, the the really the 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 up the upwardness and like security around a possible Godzilla event. You know what I'm saying? Like they've never shown that before, ground level wise. And for them to take 10 episodes to like really flesh that whole story out, I I I'm floored. I think they it was it was knocked that out of the park to me. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend that show for sure if you guys ever, ever get a chance. So with that we're gonna call it a show. Hopefully it sounds good because the watch it's like the thing's been really unstable this whole time. It's never done this before. So I'm hoping that the sound isn't bad because I'm gonna be pissed if it is. Um, but uh yeah, so with that, where you can find the cruising podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruising podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast, also on Twitter at Nighttown Finest. And please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, please leave a like and subscribe on YouTube. Check out the TikTok. We're gonna start doing we're doing big things on there. Big things are coming, baby. Big things pop. I'm sorry. And then um, also, please go check out uh, the uh, Instagram. Like I said, you can please follow on follow on there if you want to. Maybe we almost had 800. <laughs> what? Okay. And uh, there was one more thing. Spotify. Yeah, let me know on Spotify how you're doing. And please leave a five-star review on Spotify. That'll be awesome. I'll love you forever for it. So with that, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I'll catch you guys later. Oh, yes. Patreon episode. There's going to be one tomorrow. My bad. There wasn't one this weekend. That's on me. Say full blame. We're talking about the Eagles, okay? And I need to be like a little Libra and about that. So yeah, um, definitely going to be talking possibly the Eagles tomorrow on Patreon. So with that, I'd like to say love all of you. Don't do anything I want to do. Catch you guys later. This is.